uh, Mr. Harglow, uh, I- I'm Senator King's agent. You've got and- 10 seconds. Oh, geez. Okay, so I was thinking about taking some of his works and turning them into children's book, like The Whispering Dark, The Feeding, The Breathing Tunnel, and The Hobson's Whore. Let's make them sexy pop-up books. Oh, I like it. On tape. Here comes the spooky! Can't read books, so he uses Braille, but he also gets them mixed up with his herpes bumps. I'm talking about my buddy, Cincinnati Jeff. What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here Comes the Spooky is finally back, episode 86. We're going to talk about the mouth, and maybe it's mad, maybe it's sad. I don't know. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Godzilla and everything else that's super fucking awesome lately. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a recliner, and make him read about your second favorite podcast. Reading? Ew. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Slick and Nasty Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of Spook, and with me always is my best friend, my partner in crime, Nachos McWerewolf. Here comes your intro song! I wipe really hard, and my toilet paper's weak. Sometimes I break right through, and my fingernail is rubbing up against my poopy butt cheek. And I'm completely unaware of what's going on down there until I pull my finger out of my butt and I stare at poop in my fingernails poop in my fingernails poop 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 in my fingernails poop in my fingernails poop in my fingernails poop in my fingernails when the toilet paper breaks there's nothing left standing in between poop and your fingernails and you're never truly gonna get it completely clean poop in my fingernails poop in my fingernails every time i try to clean it up i fail never ever 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 gonna win because the fecal matter's hiding deep down where the nail meets the skin in my fingernails poop in my fingernails try to clip her try to brush scrub a dub scrub a dub dub but you're only gonna get so much when the toilet paper breaks, there's nothing left standing in between. Poop we lost everybody already. <laughs> you're never truly gonna get it completely clean. If you want the cleanliness of your fingernails to improve, go down to the nail salon and ask them if what? they'll remove every one of your fingernails. I know, I know it might seem extreme, but I'm telling you. I swear to God, that sounded like you for a YouTube second. YouTube is the new home of NFL. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go to YouTube. Uh, so did you ever see the video? It's the old black dude. And he's like, y'all motherfuckers using toilet paper wrong. So he takes like a hunk of toilet paper. No, like a piece of toilet paper. And he folds it over four times. And he like, so it's like cone shape. And then he rips the tip off. He's like, so what you do is, and he folds it over his finger to make like a little poopy ghost thing. Poop glove. And then he fucking, it's just, just for the pointer finger. And he goes in and he swabs it out. It's like, when you get all the poop out, you fold it over again. And then he goes like back in and he goes, and what you do is you take that last piece of toilet paper to get up under your fingernail to get all the shit out. <laughs> no, I will walk out so fast. Your fucking head will spin. <laughs> I didn't do it, man. It ain't me. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hey, everybody. 
fucking here comes the spookies back we've been on a uh, hiatus a lot of stuff's been going on just in Life our lives happens, you know and we're, we apologize that we fucking haven't been getting some content out we, we do this for free but we wanted Except to for our patreon members we love you we love you so uh you know what we're here we're back episode 86 we're talking in the mouth of madness but before we do that we've got all <laughs> kinds of fucking news that we want to get to news and stuff First up, Nachos and I and the fabulous Punkaboo. Hey, I know that chick. Hot tits. We went and saw Godzilla's minus one. Yeah, dude. Godzilla's. What'd you think? Uh, so one first thing, it's being re-released in theaters in black and white. Black and white. I know. So we'll go ahead with your thing. Uh, it was fantastic, dude. This was the first time ever that uh. Because not even the Steve Martin one was that great as far as people go. Like, the first time where the people story was interesting and held my attention, where I wasn't like, where's Giant Monster Lizard guy? Why is he in construct destruction? Uh, yeah. Yep. It was very interesting. Oh, shit. And we, we, so you guys, it was so good. Now, you guys had saw it, it twice. And then, and then two days later, went and watched it with me. Yeah, man, I'm not going to leave you hanging. But also, Godzilla, like, I'm always mad about it. She's like, do you want to go? Because, like, we're just going to see it in two days. Like, I was such a baby. I'm like, I need to see my giant lizard now. <laughs> and we did. I appreciate the effort that Pumpkaboo brought. And God. it was fantastic, man. It was so good. It was just, it's so good. It's such, oh. All right. Uh, here's, here's the flaws. Okay. No other giant monsters. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's the classic retelling of Godzilla. He right. doesn't need to battle that. We need to establish he's the threat. But God, I'm down because this guy wants to do a sequel. Yeah, dude, sign me the fuck up. And I would, like, that's its only knock. And it's not even, like, that bad because, like, when I say that, it's, like, it's not, like, a knock against me because, like, no. classic, like, 1985 was really good. 2001 was really good. 2085 was weird. 2085? You mean 1985? Oh, sorry, I'm from the future. It's not weird. It was just, like, a, a it was weird because they he had, like, scary as fuck. They had, like, weird... They had, like, advanced technology for some reason. So, you know, they built, like, a 30-foot-tall animatronic of, of Big G, and that's terrifying. And I hear if you uh, throw fucking Cajun Sparkle packets in the sink <laughs> at Hardee's, you, you go to a different restaurant and say, Big G, Big G, Big G. It would, in the They'll meal. ask you to leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. No, at the counter. So, it was just, man, it was just really good. What did you think? Man, so first time I saw it, I was tired as fuck. Cause like, oh, you fell asleep, didn't you? Yeah, cause I didn't eat. Uh, I didn't eat, and I started drinking. You didn't realize you had to read. Yeah, that's my only big. You know, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm all about reading a movie. That's why I saw it twice. Because the first time I read it, and the second time I just kind of put my feet back. I'm like, God damn, look at all the shit. So look at that train. He hates that train, dude. He hates that train too. Uh, so I mean, I am gonna get a little spoilery, a little bit, because it's a fucking Godzilla movie. So I think you have a pretty good idea what happens. First five minutes, they're like talking. Our little suicide uh, kamikaze pilot dude shows up on the island, and they're like, "What's up with your plane? It's fine." He's like, "Oh no, it was weird. It just like it, it didn't. Was, it I, was drifting to the left too much. Yeah, it didn't have a kill switch or <laughs> something. Fredo's gonna crash into something on the way to crashing into something. Yeah, you know, and that would have been way. You want to crash too early? Now your girlfriend gets mad when you fucking finish too early. <laughs> Tell me about it. Right, it's the same in Japan as it is here. <sighs> so much shame. And so fucking Godzilla shows up and it like is Godzilla. savage as fuck. He's stomping people. 
okay. He's the size of like a T Rex from like Jurassic Park. A motherfucking T Rex. He's a little baby, and I wouldn't say baby, but he's like he's he's about thirty foot. He yeah, big. He's, t- he's big, but he he tiny compared to Godzilla's. What fucking he becomes five story final four. Right. So uh, he's just okay. Remember in Smash Brothers when you get like the Giga Bowser or whatever, like mm-hmm. when he Bowser turns into like the fucking crazy metal version, kind of that vibe. Also, watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. That was really fun. And uh, Chris Pratt actually tried not to sound like Chris Pratt, but was it like a, a spaghetti, a mozzarella? Back to Godzilla. Oh, no. Use a meatball. And then uh, King Kong showed up. No, so the human stuff, they made fun. Um, Godzilla was a fucking beast. Because it's, it's so fun because, like, uh, sorry to interrupt, but, like, talking about the human stuff is, is Koichi. Who's the main the character? The fuck you call me? Kuchi. Oh, I saw. Uh, like he, he like adopts a baby Godzilla via this woman who adopts the baby, and like he just houses them, and like his friends as they're basically rebuilding Japan because it's after Hiroshima and the Nagasaki bombs. Like he's uh man, I ain't handle. He's like Saki. yeah, like I don't. Like they live together like two years, and his friends are like, "Oh, that's your wife." He's like, "No, it's not. She just lives here." And it's just like he's just he's just so shitty to her yeah. for the entire fucking movie. Yeah, it's like, buddy, this is the family life made for you. Fucking take it. She's she's good looking. You know her vag ain't blown out because that wasn't her baby. And like all of Japan is mad at him for fucking failing the empire by not committing suicide. Right. Like he gets back, and like he there's no like, oh, I had a plane malfunction in the land of the ocean. Like everyone's aware that. He was this coward kamikaze oh guy, my and God. they just shame him the whole time. He's like, "Yeah, sorry, I didn't do that." Here's the drinking game: drink every time somebody grips somebody up and like pulls them in. Is is that a Japanese culture thing where you got to be so fucking intense all the time? Uh, also, always totally organic sub uh, segue. Hey guys, it's the holidays. Things are getting a little shitty and stressful and stuff. And uh, at the Here Comes a Spooky podcast, we just want you to know we got your back and shit like that. And so if you need to take a break from the stress or whatever, or you just need somebody to talk to, call the suicide hotline number. 988. Yeah, that's a new thing. I just saw that. Like, it isn't a whole thing. You can text a motherfucker. 988. And just talk some shit through because, you know, have a couple drinks or don't. Uh, It just... Talk to a motherfucker about some shit that's bugging you because, boy, sometimes you do something stupid that uh, you'll regret later. So it's not just a suicide outline. It's suicide in crisis. It's a it's a it's actually called the suicide in crisis lifeline. Nine, eight, eight. That's right. It's a tough time. Don't get me. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, do your best to handle your own business. But if he just feels like it's too much. Just call this number. You just talk to these people. You don't have to like speak to a doctor or anything like that. You just you just fucking call these people. And just chat. Yeah, if you don't have somebody to talk to or like a bartender or whatever, or uh, you know, yeah, I'll give you Cincinnati's Jeff cell phone number right now. You can call him and talk to him at any point. His number's six one eight. What happened? What happened to my bike? Yep, it's Why'd off. You, it's yeah. off. What'd you mean? Here, I'll fix it. <laughs> no, but seriously, all joking aside, dude, the holiday is fucking rough. It's not easy on anybody. And you can't spell Christmas morning without Christ. Yeah, actually, you can. You can call me at 618-555-1432. That's 618-867-5309. That's a ballsy number. Giving out your real number. Online. But, uh, yeah, just if it's a hard time of the year, just call that number, man. Just fucking chat with people. But back to Godzilla. 
And Godzilla's having a hard time. He calls that number. I know. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Hey, he speaks Japanese. And C, he's a goddamn monster. So okay, he has a drinking problem. So you got Koichi, you got Noriko, uh, Susaku was the uh, technician. That dude's cool. And he's the one that like gives Koichi a hard time, like the entire fucking movie. Uh, but man, it was just, it's just, it's good. It's so good. Also, this the week that this came out. Uh, they dropped the trailer for Godzilla X Kong. All right, I'm gonna jump in real quick. I think the only my only fault with this new movie, too much Godzuki. He just showed up and he's flapping around. But minus one or yeah, Godzuki kind of tried to scrappy do it and steal the show. It's not about you, Godzuki. I don't even. Maybe you watched the European cut. Yeah. Or is that what you dreamed when you fell asleep? So when I watched the first one, before we get to Godzilla X Kong, when I watched it, because uh, I was talking, Nachos had already hung out with me, did not come out here yet. And I was like, hey, that new Godzilla is dope. But I got like this weird Japanese cam version because a lot of times. A lot of your movies are weird Japanese cams. That shit does. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Uh, that shit doesn't come out here. Uh, fucking, um, oh, oh, uh, minus one, not the, the new shit. Godzilla, uh, Shin Godzilla did not come out in theaters here. It did briefly. It was uh, like, if you fucking. Not here, here. Like, n- near us to oh, watch and see. In the St. Louis area. Yeah. So, I, you know, I had to wait for it to get Blu-ray. And get Zyrtex. And like, yes. Can I eat one later? Yes. Uh, so track? like, it was like, it was not, well, it wasn't Blu-ray. It was like, uh, I think it hit uh, Netflix or something first. Uh, yeah, I had to yeah, wait yeah, for that. Yeah. And I didn't want to wait for this because I'd love Godzilla oh, so much. Oh, I now. So I just kind of did what I did in high school where I'd fucking be playing Resident Evil and just streaming Godzilla movies on cheap, you know, Vidix, Divix mm-hmm. copies. Uh, so like I had this like Japanese version. So there's no subtitles in my original version. I had to kind of figure out what was going on, which is sort of easy enough for a lot of the scenes. Yeah, it's... Uh, but there were no subtitles because it's all in Japanese and that's what they speak over there. So they don't need the sub... They don't need the subtitles. you tell me they don't speak no Queen's English over so there? So I'm in the theater and I'm watching myself again for the second time, but I have subtitles and I'm like, oh, that's what's going on here? Right. That makes it so much better because I was just interpreting it the wrong way. Uh, but, sorry, so the same week, Godzilla X-Kong trailer dropped, which, uh, yep, I'm going to see it. It looks like... I'm excited because I like the legendary pictures, but man, does that fucking look like it's directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, too much Godzuki in the trailer already. <laughs> oh, my God. I do like the fact that Godzilla does a hibernation thing after the fight with Kong, and he comes back with, like, pink crystals. Do you think that's his final form, like how Goku... I think it's like he comes back and he's, like, fresh. Fricka fresh? Like, it's like, hey, I'm renewed, and this oh. is my... This would be my, like, my new color, like, uh, you know, like... God mode. Like Goku. a marker that hasn't been worn down kind of thing. I'm pink until I get to blue. Buddy, that I don't think that's how color works. I think it's like, no, I know it's like a color wheel sort of thing. I think it's like, hey, when I'm refreshed and shit oh, like that. Oh, that's it's 100%. Like, it's like the white, white hot fire. Like, yeah, I'm hundo percent. Exactly. Well, okay. A little, little food for thought. So maybe, yeah, that's like his super... Saying whatever because well rested just had the sensu bean fucking muscles are fucking or a bound kind of thing and I like that he concudes himself and like hibernates that scene or at least I assume that's what's going on buddy that's me every time I fight alcoholism I the only thing cocoon I myself I don't like and then again I'm just guessing here is it looks like there is an evil Kong yeah it's uh his and like a, another uh, race of like a whole you know race of them that he's gonna like rally almost 
uh, Planet of the Apes style, and then like Kong is gonna try to stop them from taking over until he has to call Dad, and then Dad's got to come in and help. <laughs> Fucking drop that and hammer. Like, he's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes, he does. Okay. For some reason, uh, I don't know, man. It, it looks stupid, but like it, 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 it brings you back to like the Showa era, where like they had those really goofy Jet Jaguar team ups, and I'm really into Jaguar. that. Right? I love some. Jet oh, Jaguar. I said Jet Jaguar, dude. I'm fucking. I'm so down for that. Like, I'm really looking forward. Can Mothra to come, that? Can Mothra come back? Uh, didn't she lay eggs? In my brain, yeah, dude. It's Mothra. She always be laying eggs. All right, while we're on this Godzilla kick, have you been watching Legacy of Monarch? I have not. Yeah, it's an Apple exclusive. And here's the kicker. Yeah! Yeah, The show air was so fucking weird. I love it. Jet Jaga! Hot Jaga! God, we have to play this when he shows up. Punch, punch, punch! Let's make, a, let's make me want to fuck. <laughs> Fucking love Jet Jaguar. Dude, so goofy. That and the King Caesar song, which... Oh my god, dude. dude. Caesar! Uh, so this Legacy of Monarch show, it's done by Matt Fraction, the guy who did that awesome Hawkeye run. And yeah, like, and he's, uh, it's got uh, Kurt Russell in it, right? Kurt and Wyatt Russell, which it's... So the show's dope because you get to see a bunch of kaijus and, well, not a bunch of kaijus, but so it shifts in between like the 1940s where you get Anders from workaholics, which is so dope. I'm a big, it's like, it's like pre skull Island. And then, but also it's, it's post just post. Cause John Goodman shows up for like a second, which I guess it would be post. I guess it would be post. I mean, it's just like right after that. And the only thing that sucks, cause um, I don't know if it's like seven episodes. Yeah. The last episode, debuted yesterday i'm waiting for it to drop because i don't have apple tv so i gotta find it elsewhere bing bong (laughs) (laughs) Uh, on other places yeah and on the line it is the most unsufferable or in insufferable just group of people and then like they're with kurt russell but kurt russell is just shining time station m d k just fucking kurt russell is a fucking treasure and his kid Wyatt Russell, ah, oh, just as good, just as fun. Anytime they're, it, it's a flashback. It's fucking awesome. There was a recent interview talking about this show, right? The Monarch show. Uh, and they straight asked him, unrelated, hey, any truth to the rumors of a sequel to the thing? To Big Trouble Little China. Big Trouble. I got Sarah to and watch he, that shit the other day, man. And he goes, whenever John Carpenter's ready. No, nah, he just said all in the reflexes. <laughs> uh, goddamn. Hey, gang, if you're out there and you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, my God. I'm not saying it's John Carpenter's best movie, but if you like fun, you like Kurt Russell, you like Mystics. Can we, can we play that song? Because that is, I don't know. Can we?
Remember when we just used to talk before we turned to the DJ uh, show? Nope. This shit shreds. We're teaching them. You can feel the wind is rising. Yeah. Now the truth is here. Okay, hey listeners, if you're not fucking to this song, you don't like getting laid, sorry. This song shreds. <laughs> so, my good friend Cincinnati Jeff, what is the name of that band? Uh, uh, is that the Coupe de Ville's? Yeah. Do you know who's in that band? I don't. John Carpenter and motherfucking self. Tommy Lee Wallace, his boy, director of Halloween 3. And it, the TV movie, and Nick Motherfucking Castle, director of uh, Major Pain and Michael Fucking Myers. Ooh! So my wife and I just went on this. I'm big, sorry, who? My wife Thank just you. went on this big action movie kick the other day. Oh yeah. And oh uh, yeah. We watched uh, Major Pain, and it's directed by Nick Castle. That's right. Uh, and it was fantastic. Dude, I hadn't seen that. Did you get me a Zertex, bitch? Uh, no, that's upstairs. It's cool. I got it in there. Exactly. Uh, okay, so, hey. Well, hold up, hold up. Uh, I had a question. Big Trouble related. Yeah. Um, well, anytime you ask me a question, it's usually Big Trouble. Storm Brothers from Big Trouble Little China. Which one's your favorite? Rain, Thunder, or Lightning? I mean, real talk, it's Raiden. And if you're telling me... Rain, Thunder, or Lightning? Uh, it's not Raiden. Bitch, Lightning is Raiden. If you're telling me that Ed Boone and fucking... Yeah, Rain is the flying one. They all fly. Uh, I, no, but he's the one that does the, the flying, and he has the claws. Wait, okay. Uh, so Thunder what? is the... The big beefy boy that turns into, like, a meatball. Yeah, and then lightning is obviously Raiden. Yeah, Adoy. Uh, Adoy. Obviously, we, we could never do this as a YouTube feed, because you're just like, you you broke your goddamn finger off in your nose. Hey, man, I got boogers. I'm picking them. Yeah, I got boogers. Here, I got you, bro. Use this little hook. Big boogers in Cincinnati, Jeff's nose. I don't even know where that went. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. It's gone. But if you've never seen the video. It's by your foot. Okay. Watch the video. It's actually, that's, it that's what I was playing was the video, dude. It's like fucking weird. Like like John Carpenter's uh, shredding and shooting lightning bolts But it's out like of that. Guitar. Like they use that effect where like he's standing still. Rotoscope. Like move. Yes, thank you. Or, ah, fuck it. Right. Anyway, dude, that shit's dope. And uh, all right, moving on. We saw Thanksgiving. See, how, it's so hard not to say that. That's how long ago I almost said Thanksgiving. All we right. saw Thanksgiving, so you didn't have to. No, just kidding. Oh it's my really god! Good. Oh, Eli Roth for once. <laughs> Eli Roth, I I beg on you, heart. 
You do. You're a fucking harsh critic on that guy. I Dude, love cabin fever aside. That's dope. Um, I just he's the Dane Cook of horror movies. He's the bear Jew. He isn't though. Have you seen that guy? Like uh, Hostel, I didn't really care for. Hostel was all right. See, it's a gross out thing, which uh, normally I'm not against. Actually, usually a fan of. Hostel three had no business being as fun as it was. Yes, it's better than two. I will give you that. Yeah, yeah, as a movie. But um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Hostel. It was, it was, I, it was I like limited plot. I don't know. It was just there was nothing. There was no growth in it. Which sounds weird, but uh, loved. Cabin Fever, big Cab- fan. Cabin of that. Fever, uh, Cabin Fever two, directed by Ty West, Green, uh, Green Inferno. I'm good. I already saw that movie. It was called Hollible Fair Cannibal Holocaust. And Cannibal yeah. Holocaust. Wasn't didn't like it. However, this one, wow. Oh my god. So this guy understood the assignment, and you know, like how people are like, this is a love letter to '80s horror movies. No, it's not. This movie fucking is. And for my sharp-eyed fucking viewers, it's scream viewers, it's scream set at Thanksgiving. It's just so good. It and honestly, each act kind of cycles through an era of horror flicks. It does. It does. What the fuck was that? Somebody just be shit in the pants. <laughs> it was me. I farted. Some asshole talking shit behind your back. Uh, all right, uh, I'm gonna detour real quick because that's what I do. I'm looking at your boy up there, uh, gun nipples. The who is that? Retgar. Retgar. What's he from? It's from the Transformers movie. Okay, voiced by Eric Idle, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ultra Magnus got fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And then he... Him, they, and his, him, and his, him and his, yeah, drunk bots put him back together. So they bring Ultra Magnus back together, no problem. Mm-hmm. And he's been, what, decommissioned for all of, like, 20 minutes? Mm, not even that, but, like, he, he, fe- he, he fell apart. He wasn't blasted. You see where I'm going with this. He wasn't blasted in the spark like Optimus was. All right. Well, I'm just. You're wondering why they didn't bring Optimus back. But they do later. But they, yeah, they don't. No, but... it's an abomination. He comes back as a ghost and he comes back as a zombie. Uh, actually, he comes back three times. Once, twice, three times in Optimus. One is, a, one is a ghost. One is a zombie. Then again, as a disembodied arm that's attached to. Uh, um, Rodimus? No, he's attached to the fucking uh, Tyrannosaur uh, fortress. Grimlock. No, not Grimlock. They have the the uh, the Decepticons have a moving fortress that uh, Trypticon, Trypticon that is also a giant. I had it to, is the opposite of Metroplex. He's I had to stop gi- taking Trypticon because my side effects. <laughs> I was he, lactating so too much. Metroplex is Autobot City. That tr- when it transforms into a robot is Metroplex. Uh, Decepticon's base is Trypticon. When it's not the base, it's a giant evil Tyrannosaurus Rex at the size of Metroplex. Anyway, they had uh, they had the disembodied arm of uh, Prime uh, Optimus Prime with 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 gun with the with his rifle with his plasma rifle and like it was just shooting at the Autobots. It was such a weird thing. Like, like we, what the fuck? They Same were like team. We dude. were like we can't get close to to stop it. Even though he's it's a it's a four corner tower and it's only on one side they just couldn't go around to the other side like nobody was like bumblebee or wheeljack could be like let's just go to the opposite side where he can't see us it's just whatever but and then after that he comes back uh but hey, it, hey, anyway Gucci gang you didn't they put we- they put um ultra magnus together one because he's robert stack St- did you make that noise or was that me 
That was his voice. His voice of Robert Stack. From, yeah, no, I know that. From Unsolved Mysteries. Stop, and don't, then, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it, dude. This yeah, shit freaks I, me out. Ooh, ooh. But, uh... <laughs> just kidding. I don't, I don't have that plan, dude. <laughs> Told you I wasn't going to do it. Uh, so anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, they put him back together because he, he fell apart. He, like, uh... Um, like that Galvatron did not shoot him with the mega fucking Galvatron cannon. He just fell apart, and then he he took the like that Patsy Klein song. He was falling to pieces, falling to, to pieces. pieces. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Anyway, th- back to Thanksgiving. Man, it was good. It's it was good. Uh, I straight best, up called who the killer was. Best horror movie I saw this year. It was Turkey. That includes from Scream. Fucking that sick. was this year. Yeah, fuck me. That was uh, April. I barely know her. No, no, that was this year. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Um, it was damn good. I got some news for you. Hold on, I'm not done. Well, you fucking... Okay, Dad. Since we were talking about that and Scream 6, let's lean over to fucking Scream 7. What the hell happened there? Well, Melissa Barrera fired from Scream 7 over pro-Palestine post. Then after that, immediately within 24 hours, Jenna Ortega... Because that's what a bad bitch does. ...retires and is like, no, no. no. if uh, my fucking fake older sister no, is going to fucking She, she said she had it, scheduling conflict for Wednesday 2 or whatever the yeah. fuck. Actually, I think uh, it's Uncle Fester. I think they said that to save face. Oh, uh, right, right. And then, did you hear the worst thing? The- Ghostface dropped out. <laughs> so they're talking. So what are we going to do? Well, the, the worst, best thing is now the fucking studios are scrambling, and they're talking to Nev Campbell about bringing her back, whom they wouldn't meet her price as a lead. Right, right. And so she- now they're like, hey, maybe we should, and I think they should. Uh, she'd be like, what did I ask for the last movie? Six times that. And there's more speculation now than ever about also Matthew Lillard coming back. I mean... And he's given a ton of interviews about it. And he's being very... um, Coy? No, he's he's just being very, like, passe. Like, "Uh, it's whatever. I don't identify with the character anymore. That was 25 years ago. I love that people love it, but it's just not really my thing. You know, he's just being very... Matt Lillard, I love you, homie. Yeah, he's being very... He's playing possum. Hollywood's not beating your door down. No, no, no. Which is a fucking shame. I think he's doing it on purpose. He was never this way before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And after all this happens, he suddenly has this opinion about it. I think he's just trying to distance himself so that he can... He should make him sound like a Come in as a surprise. uh, Like a total UK cunt. Because he also had Nev Campbell's back. Yeah, oh my god. He was like, I should be paid as leading actress because I'm the fucking final girl leading actress. You know what would be the biggest cock in the butt about Uh, all of this? It was a Gail Weathers-centric movie. Don't be wrong. I like Courtney Cox. No, if it was Randy, Randy came back. (laughs) We all think Randy's dead. Why not? I mean, fuck, how many times has Jason Voorhees died? I've seen bigger twists. Why the fuck not? Let's bring back Roman. Yeah. How about new Scotty? <laughs> hey, you know what? I never realized <clears throat> Dr. Evil is just Lauren Michaels from Saturday night live. I believe that everybody realized that, but you, he say he says that. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, oh my. Uh, how about you? Don't, how about Scotty? Scotty don't. don't. I love that picture of Marshall over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what else? What other news do you, do we have? Uh, okay. So it's up to you now. Back to Scream real quick. I say we let that franchise simmer for a little bit. Cook. We don't need. It's in the crock pot. Let it just boil. 
No, I don't want it to turn into. Anyway, I don't know cooking. Oh, actually, I do have another piece of news. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paramount is uh, currently up for sale, Mm -hmm. and uh, they are meeting this week with Warner Brothers. Yeah, I heard about that. Who, uh, before some of the weird splits on a lot of these movies that Warner Brothers and Paramount both hold because they had them at the same time. Well, also, uh, they own New Line as well. This would bring back more, most importantly, uh, Friday Friday the 13th. And Jason come back together. Boom. The only thing that would be the one is that uh, what Victor Miller has, which he's obviously already interested in making money. Being, yes, <laughs> partnering out. So uh, this would be huge. This would bring back Freddie under the same house. This would bring back Jason under the same house. Ghostface, no. Uh, yeah, it would uh, scream. Uh, uh, there's quite a bit that would I benefit th- from this. I don't know who Leatherface belongs to anymore, but at mm. one point he did belong to New Line Cinema. It's so weird because the the news and the general public hear this and they're like, this is one of the few news pieces where I'm I'm actively uh, watching and paying attention to. Is it like, no, it's so bad, Monopoly, blah, 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 blah. No one, one, no one stopped Disney from buying Fox, which is kind of ironic because... Don't you think? Fox is super critical of Disney and they're like, hey, DeSantos and tax Disney and get them out of Florida. Uh-huh. This and that, which Shut is the like fuck really up. Weird. Here's some like, money, bitch. Yeah, do you know who controls you? Anyway. Hey, Rupert. Disney doesn't breathe track. on their neck. So what I think, I just, of all that shit that happens, I there's no way that this would be bad. The last time Warner Brothers bought something this big was DC, DC Comics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey, 80s. I'm sorry. It's been 30 fucking plus years let them fucking buy it. I think it's a great thing. I think it's a huge thing. So many things will come back together, not just in the horror community, but just in general. We're getting the band back together. Did you hear? Uh, this is actually fucking hilarious. So, there's a ton of their, sorry. No, no. There's, there's a ton of the DC properties that uh, are like their indie stuff. Yeah. That can come back. Uh, a lot of those those shows that they made for Hulu and things like that, the whole preacher stuff, things like that, that can all come back. I think that was AMC, but uh, whatever. Under now be under uh, one roof. Yep, yep, okay, okay. No, I got you. I got you. Fuck. All right. So my shit was, I just forgot it. God damn it. Wait, hold up. The mouse, something. I don't fucking know. God damn it. I had it. I strike while the needle's hot. Or the iron. <laughs> oh, I got big news. I'm having a baby. What? All right, I had a baby. Over this break, we had a baby. A baby. My God, a yeah. baby turd? No, a baby carrot. I dipped it in ranch. It was really good. It was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. So um, there's a Shutter original movie out right now. Go ahead. Called It's a Wonderful Knife. And it's by the guys who did Happy Death Day and Freaky, which both fun movies, and they're kind of a twist on, uh, you know, current properties. I'm posing for a picture just for you. I got an alligator. She's not a hater. She'll chomp down on my finger. <laughs> but anyway, so the cast, Justin Long, Joel McHale. Nice. Yes. Really fun. Uh, so if you've Six seen... Six seasons in a movie. Which, it's happening. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's... Have you ever heard of a little movie... Probably nope, never heard of never it. Never heard of it. Called It's Moving a Wonderful on. Life. Oh, it's a wonderful knife. I Whoa. get it. Yeah, we actually. It. So we saw the previous for that uh and in Thanksgiving, and that looked good. 
Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. God, I have the attention span of a moth. All no, right. you, you fall asleep a lot. I, that's true. Boom. All right. Uh, that being said, let's move on. And I want to thank the Patreons for fucking hanging out with us. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Should we compare them to Christmas presents that no one wants? Damn. Uh, first up, Yukon Tom. Your wool socks. Everybody wants socks. Not wool socks. Okay. Eldrick's Pixie. Wool mittens? Coffee mug. Shut up. I got the best goddamn coffee mug, and I've received the best goddamn... Yeah, but you have one. Do you need more? Yeah, what if I break it? I'm dumb. Matt Huey. He's Matt Huey. Nobody wants Matt Huey for Christmas. Juicer. Uh... Matt Huey, I'm, I'm kidding. He's not just a werewolf. <laughs> Nobody wants you, suck. I love one of, one of my personal... Your parents wish you were an orphan. That's a... <laughs> Jesus, what am I, half Batman? <laughs> no, uh, one of my favorite pastimes is sitting Matt Huey horrible videos on Instagram. He's he's a real chuckler. Yeah, that guy's fun. All right, how about uh, the Atomic Scarecrow? Atomic <laughs> Scarecrow is a fucking ketchup-flavored candy cane. Uh, simple touch it, fuck it, Ben Welly. He's a clump of Ben, simple, touch it, fuck it, suck it, wellies, pubes. Now, as an 80, he's American Spirit cigarettes. <laughs> no. How about Johnny Mitch? No, no. Uh, he is Axe body spray flavored vape. Johnny Mitch is Phoenix Axe body spray. <laughs> For him. What? You know he kept that in his car. He's that guy, I can tell. Yeah. Tedis Ross. Tedis Ross is a swell cat. You know what? He is a bunch of airheads that got left under your mom's seat that got melted in the summer that she forgot about and then just kind of gave them to you at Christmas time. And they're all fucked up, but they're still really awesome. Paul Harmon, he's chocolate covered cherries that nobody gave away at Valentine's Day and right. then they're now giving away at Christmas for some reason. Yeah, don't be rude, be cordial. Shane Riley. Shane Riley. He is a... Shoelaces. No, fuck you. I just got shoelaces. <laughs> he is a... Um... God damn it. What's that sports team he likes? The... Oh, the one with the ball. Yeah, the San Diego Fudge Packers. <laughs> uh... The San Diego Ball Holders. <laughs> and it, but it's stuffed full of old cottage cheese. Mm. Mm. It's the South California Point Scorers. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron Southworth, formerly of the Horrible Horror Podcast, is clearly the Icelandic alcoholics. I lost five bucks on him the other day. Actually, we, no, we're not naming sports teams. What is he? What, I don't know. We, what is he? He is. Wait, he's a fucking razor for your back. He's a Roomba that has epilepsy. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to... Actually, I have one more bit of news. Go ahead. Okay. So... We're passing these parts. Sorry. Let's go to the phone. No, it's, it's a good one. I actually did my homework on it. Oh, my it. God. Okay. So, um... Yeah. All right. So, we know Trick or Treat Studios, right? Yes. Bringing us fire. So, they have licenses, licensing to do action figures. So, they are doing a wave... Of Scream Great. Action figures. They're eight inches sorry, tall. Scream what? Scream Great. Scream Greats. Uh, scream Great. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, like a great 
Like a series, like a best of series. Yeah, not like a. I stepped on a grate and the poop fell off. I understand now. Yes, it's a best of scream grates. The greatest of screams. The greatest of greats. Okay, so. All right. So in this first wave, it's pretty badass. So actually, this is kind of a callback to like the old McFarlane, uh, you know, movie maniacs figures. Which, so they sacrificed... Did McFarlane... Sorry, to interrupt. Did McFarlane do Cinema Fear? Who was that? That was Mezco. Oh, those and are better. Mezco, yes. I mean, you know, a uh, pre... I got a couple of the McFarlane movie maniac ones. Yeah, dude. Well, you also have the Mezco Cinema Fear. You have the Chop Top and fucking uh, Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Billy Johnson. All right, so I'm going to ramble through this real quick. So they have Michael Myers. No. Oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just rattle off. Okay, so they have Michael Myers from the original... Um, I think he's in Friday the 13th, Michael Myers, as Austin Powers. We have Daniel Robitaille from Candyman. Okay. We have Farmer Vincent from Motel Hell. We have Jacob Atkins from Candy Corn. It's kind of an underground movie. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that at some point. So they have Shorty Slim. Oh, go ahead. You're good. We'll turn it down. I'm, I'm there. They have Shorty Slim and Fatso from Killer Clowns from Outer Space and a 10 inch deluxe figure from Candyman. Or, I'm sorry, a pumpkin head. You fucking me up. Turn your shit down. Anyway, uh, these figures are kind of a throwback to the old, old McFarlane movie maniacs with limited articulation and, uh, you know, might be a cop display piece for our mint box. Did you write this? Yes, I did. Uh, I know. Anyway, if I get them, I'm... You want me to read it? No, fuck off. I'm cracking the plastic. I'm going to play with my goddamn toys. They retail around 30 to 40 bucks. I'm excited for this. I know the bus but yes. Pumpkinhead is going to cost about 60. And yeah, but all, he's going to be like a deluxe figure. Yeah, he's, he's bigger. He's big, big. Yeah. All right. And and for our... Uh, I mean, he was twice the size of Lance Hendrickson, so... And racist. Uh, <laughs> What's he? No, I'm summoned by a black lady in him. I don't think that they're racist. No, that's an old white lady, dude. But uh, anyway. so She looked like Eartha Kitt. Maybe she just didn't bathe. Dude, she looked like Eartha shit. <laughs> uh, so here's the best part. Hold on. Hold on. That is, that is applause worthy. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. And I'll bring it on home with. And for our con exclusive collectors, there was a Michael Myers from the 40th Halloween convention. Uh, and the only difference is his Jim Jams <laughs> are a light green. And you know what? That's all I got. <laughs> Bring on home, Bone Daddy. <laughs> God, I picked a scab on my head, oh my and it God, is bleeding. Dude. Oh, my God. So good. I just, so, it's Christmas, so obviously Santa Baby gets played all the time. That's That was her big song. Oh, fuck, that was her. Santa Baby. I, I love that the, the fucking, the world and the... I'm not going to get in fucking, I'm, I don't want to get into fucking politics, but whatever. Uh, the, 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 the feminist group are like, no, baby, it's cold outside. It's fucking terrible song. If no problem with Eartha Kit fucking telling Santa to bring your rings and fucking wait on her hand and foot and this and that, blah, 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 blah. I ain't about that. I don't fucking think about any of those things. I love Eartha Kit. I love Santa baby. Uh, but I just, I just had heard it on the way home. And then you just saying Eartha shit. Plus she is 
uh, my number two Catwoman, dude. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. So it's Lee Merriweather's. It's Julie Newmar, and it's or the kid. kid. Yeah. So give me your give me your give me your top three Catwomen. Uh well, Selena Kyle. No, I'm kidding. Your actresses, bitch. Okay, so fuck Michelle Pfeiffer. You want to go mine first, or you just you just thinking about it? Or I what? thought you were asking me. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to fucking answer. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> ask you nicely to let me go pee after I fart. Okay, so it's Michelle Pfeiffer from Catwoman or uh, from Batman one. Returns because she has some of the best lines. Hi, honey, I'm home. Oh wait, what's like a, like a fender? I'm not too. like it's married. This this whole just whip and chain kind of oh know, of course it's Tim Burton S&M. it's like oh I will talk about that in a second uh t- t- oh my god I got a piece yes. of bed all right yes. so go ahead so uh okay so uh Mariah Carey no I'm kidding uh Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman because the costume was cool and just great actress just fun just chewing up the scene fun wow clawing it up. <laughs> Saved by the kitty litter. All right, so then I'll go Eartha Kit because, dude, dead fucking serious. So she is a lady of color. She is season three of the original Batman of the sixty sixth show. Yeah. So it was um, Julie Newmar and Lee Merriweather. So hold up, boss. I think it's the other way around. I think it's. No, no, I'm just naming them. Oh. Lee, Lee Merriweather was the original. Julie uh-huh. Newmar was in the movie. Thank you. Thank you. Eartha Kit was season three. And you know what? A lady of color? And you got to be careful how you she say just, that. She sold it so well with her. Perfect, darling. You know what? And I'm with you right now. I'm with you. One and two, samesies here. You know what? Dead serious. Getting drunk with Eartha Kit would be a absolute fucking treasure. Who's your third? Yeah, it's one of those bitches. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the one. The one. I don't know. Fucking... Julie Noir, I gotta pee. <laughs> so Julie Noir is actually mine too from the movie. Can you just put a pin in this for Fantastic. A so uh we'll be right back after this piss break with a uh, word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, this is Vincent DeSanthi, director of the Friday the thirteenth fan film Never Hike Alone, and you are listening to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. Also the director of Never Hike Alone. Two, never hike in the snow. And never hike alone with my big fat Greek family. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Uh, never hike alone too, though. I think we did, but we didn't. But let's talk about it. Because mother fuck. That was good shit. So good. And we, so must... we made, sorry, we made all the goals Patreon wise to have every major thing other than like a little prequel thing. We got the kill montage and like all kinds of fun stuff. Uh. So, you know, Dead Meat, you watch, hi, I'm James A. Janice. Mm-hmm. And he's got that other My guy. wife talks just like I do. <laughs> Look, we we guys are, we're fucking. I like him and uh, Jeremy Jans. Who's Jeremy Jans? Jeremy Jans, Jeremy Jans. What's he do? Uh, he, he, um, what is his name of his thing? Uh, he does like, uh, what's up with the, I don't know. He, he does, he does movie reviews as well. Okay. Yeah, he does, he, he, but he does all kinds of stuff. Horror, uh, action, anything relevant. Uh, but he's very good. He's very much like Dead Meat. Very positive. Very James Dejanicious. Uh, we we've watched him before, but uh, it's not. I don't think somebody. <gasps> yeah, yeah. He has like the blue. Uh, he has like the, all the shelves with the toys and shit on it, right? No, that's the Toy Galaxy guy. Oh uh, no, dude, this guy is just awesome. it's just a red screen uh, beard, kind of like I do, long shoulder length hair. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, go on. Uh, so Never Hike Alone it too was so good. Plus. Kyle comes back. Oh my god! We get Hiker Man five thousand. Hell yeah! Or wait, no, that's zombie. 
dead meat. I got to figure out it's his buddy who does all the extra shit. It, it's the third guy on it. Uh, God damn, dude. What is it? Dead meat. Is it like it's like Xander or something, dude? This guy, he's my favorite of all of them. But uh, wow. You know, when I'm put on the spot, when I put myself on the spot like this, Jeremy James, this guy. Oh, he looks fun. Yeah, he's real good. I let him fuck my sister. Never. We've watched him. I just don't think you subscribe to him. No, or he, he's he, he's worth it. He's he's so good. Anyway, um, dude, never heck alone too. Just, dude, it is fucking so. Rick cool. Cologne's in it. Oh, I'm talking about Zorin. Zorin's the other guy. Oh, uh, he okay, did okay. All all the trimmer flicks. He's in. Never hike alone. He's one of the cops in the background while uh, Zerndog is giving the speech and shit. We have a good friend who uh, uh, supported that hard on uh, the whole fucking Indiegogo. Yeah, Rob Cobb. <laughs> Poor Ronimal Cobulus. Yes, uh, we got this. We got the same treatment. Uh, Ron. <sighs> Whom? What episode was he on? Uh, ooh, what was he on? I don't know. Oh, no, Let wait. him tell us. Yeah, yeah. Ron. He was here, though. He's fantastic. Dude, Ron, hang out with that guy. Want to get him back. My just, old neighbor who has seen my penis. Want to hang out with him just to hang out with him. But, so he got... No, Ron's fun as shit, dude. Because I joke, I always say Rob Cobb. Well, because... Right, because he got... They dirtied so, him in the credits. The credits, they put Rob, but it's Ron. Uh, We paid for it as well. And it was supposed to say, here comes the spooky podcast. And it came up under my real name. Yeah. And like, I hit them up and they're Dolores like, Claiborne. they did say that they will fix it in the Blu-ray. Okay. And they, they same with him. They'll fix it in the Blu-ray. Uh, but like, even if they don't, but still it, it was it's just, it nice was funny thought of. Yeah. And it, it, but it'll never be fixed on the YouTube one. Like nah. I, that, that's that it is what it is. They're not going to reupload that. That's fine. That's fun. It's fun and fine. So, all right, let's move on. Cause I believe We've got some motherfucking phone calls. I'm ready. Thrill me. I was calling because I was having this problem with these sloths in my neighborhood. I heard you guys might be selling sloth insurance. The problem is these sloths keep raping my damn dog. <laughs> I didn't turn my mic off, dude. Sloth insurance. Yeah, we were selling that for a day or two. Yeah, uh, so Mike's back on now. So, uh, gee, I have a pretty good idea who that might be. Yeah, this is Chet Rawson here. Calling to let you know that the neighbors of mine put in a claim that my pet sloth had raped his dog. And I want to know why I'm getting sued in court. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Either way, huh? Like, I got a joke for you. What does uh, a Cincinnati mom have in common with a St. Louis dad? Probably nothing. <laughs> but hey, I love you, boys. It's Matt Huey. Oh! <laughs> Google translate is hey, it's Maggie. <laughs> oh, Maggie Hewis. <laughs> Old Hewlett Maggie. 
Matt, thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, I, we appreciate it for calling the hotline. Yeah. 704-666-2814. That, wait, did we do it wrong? 704-666-2814. That number thrice. 704-666-2814. If you want to call and talk about how small my shoes are and how littler my dick is even than that. Uh, if you want to talk about how my side hustle may or may not be hustling that sloth insurance. God damn. Did we call him too? We might have. Oh, fuck. We have his number now if we didn't. Yeah. Gonna happen. <laughs> I said turn it off. Oh, sorry. Okay. We're in. I, I cracked through the f- right. the frameware. When, where was the first time you saw this? Oh, that's saw it? That's this? it? Yeah, that was it. That was all of them. Oh, fine. When, where was the first time you saw this movie? Nachos. I think one of those was John Mitchell or Johnny Mitch or Kevin Paproth. Or were they all Matt Huey? I have no idea who they were. Okay, dope. I just I just have numbers. Well, they're gone now. I, I, <laughs> did you run the numbers? Did you crunch the numbers? Did you <laughs> flazzle flip the numbers? When was the first time you saw this movie? Uh, Pick a video. Probably, let's say... Yeah, let's go 1997. And I feel the Atomic Scarecrow and or the Phantom Bastard or the Meat Man was there. So I have talked about How about you? Thank you. I have talked about this. I've told this story a few times, definitely on the podcast (gasps) uh, and nachos uh, in person. Uh, Back in the day when I was first. Oh, I can get you one real quick. Okay. Uh, So back in the day. Look at that red ass. I'm a baboon. Uh, back in the day, man, um, my sister, my stepsister, had this friend named Joe Harris. And my sister had the coolest friends back in the day. My sister, stepsister, not so much. And she still is not so much. But her friends were so awesome. These were people that made such an impact in my life that later on when I became... Uh, a pizza guy, uh, when I turned 18, I worked at uh, Pizza Hut uh, in the town that I lived in. And the, a lot of these guys worked there, and we became friends because I was like, dude. NFL so. Sunday ticket on YouTube. What? Watch no, fuck NFL Sunday ticket. Sunday afternoon, NFL You're ruining my show. <laughs> was such a big fan of these guys, and they were in a band together, low to see. Uh, uh, some of them were. Some were in a band called Interpol. Um, anyway, Interpol, are we talking about Detective Zenigata? So th- there was a good friend of my hey sister's. Hey, guys, I'm back. Uh, his name was Joe Harris. Joe! This was a, a a kid who would come over. He Every year he would come over on Christmas Day to hang out with my sister, but he would bring my stepdad, a tall boy, as, Joseph as a present, him. right? A big tall boy, Budweiser. And I remember... Hey, is this a Zyrtex, my antidepressant, or the boner pill? It's a Zyrtex. All right. He would, uh, he would, he came over one night and to keep me busy while my sister was babysitting me, he brought in two movies. He brought in Hellraiser. Debbie does Hellraiser. And he brought in In the Mouth of Madness. And he goes, this was 1996. And he goes, watch, it was on VHS. He goes, watch this movie, In the Mouth of Madness. This is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. Then Joe saw my sex. Tape. And I knew, like, this was a kid who wore, like, the huge Jinkos. He had, like, he was a big skater, so he had, like, Spitfire he was a like, hoodies boy? and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, this kid's cool. Like, I'm definitely down with watching this movie. So I watched it, 1996. I'm 12 years old. Then you got pregnant. And I just, it, it stuck with me forever. And I agree with him that this is one of the 
scariest best movies ever. It's the best Stephen King movie never made. But outside of Joe, my mom, you know, Sorry, take, my mom taking me to see Scream. Like this was this was my whole transition into how great horror is. And I recently, because I'm still friends with Joe, I was talking to him about. It. I was sending him a message. What's he wearing? Uh, and I was like, hey man, like we're doing Who's in the mouth of madness. And like I, he's like, oh, that's a good movie. And like I, I gave him this whole. The whole story that I just told you guys. He's he like, like, bitch, I don't even remember you. Yeah, pretty much. Well, not that, because oh. we are friends. But he was like, because I mean, I was his bachelor party, and like, we we're good friends. But like, he was just like, uh, I do kind of remember that. And he's like, but. What if I remember Joe? It didn't have that impact on him. He was just trying to keep me busy while he tried to mac on my sister. Mac or but for me, mac. like, it was just, it was such a big deal this was like when matt huey called movie. into the hotline for the first time i had time. never seen a movie like this he had he, he had also shown me the howling like a couple weeks prior Ooh, but then he found out uh that he actually was living the howling too because your sister is a werewolf so he rented the first howling and which one was the one with all the neon was that two or three uh, it's two 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 no there's not a lot of neon uh no that was the the freak show that's the one where the circus comes to town and shit which one what year was that fuck you tell me so i remember running the howling hey, but if any of our listeners know tell us because i remember running the howling don't. and i watched that and then there was another howling that he had also rented and that sucked but the first one was good but then he brought these Dude, over most of the howling movies suck after part two and ugh, it was killer plus like we had just gotten the super nintendo so like he would play me in street fighter 2 for a little bit and then go like yeah Keep. Except he would unplug his controller and be like, oh, you're really beating me, Jeff. You're whooping on my neck. You're the E-Hondas and just kicking my ass. But anyway, it's just, it, this was Remember such... that time we got drunk and beat up that car like Street Fighter 2? Always. That was dope. Was, I still have was, the license plate on my knuckles. This was such a big deal for me back then. And it's like such a like footnote for this guy. Uh, but it, it was, and we're, again, we're still friends, and it was, it was huge. It was a big turning point for me in horror, and I love him for it. I love this movie because of it. I am such a fan, just spoiling how I fucking feel about it. I don't care. Hi, Sarah. It is so great, and I thank Joe for this. I really appreciate him introducing me to this movie because... This is one of those John Carpenter movies. Again, we're going to get into it later, but like, it's not. It's never on the top. You do a top ten John Carpenter movies. It's never top three. Normally, it's not even ever top five. This is like you usually see The Fog. Obviously, Halloween is always number one. The Thing, you know, stuff like that is always Memoirs of the Invisible Man. They Escape from L.A. They live. <laughs> so you heard they're making a sequel to that. Uh, Escape from New York. It's, uh, they live too. It's Assault on Precinct 13 is usually a big one. Not in the horror, but it's like top I 10. don't know what you said. Say it without the dick in your mouth. Assault on Precinct 13. Assault on Precinct 13. Uh, I was a fan of, uh, Assault on Precinct 12, but, uh, it's neither here nor there. Well, uh, this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Directed by John Carpenter, if you didn't fucking already figure it out. Breaking and news, dipshits. It's time... Ooh, to meet. That's sexy. Say it again. It's time to meet our casualties. Two dicks, one in each hand, holding down my pants for that little oh black man. Oh my god, he's killing, uh. he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me! 
yeah, bitch. So anyway, Joe, love you, buddy. I'm going to send you a link to this episode because I know you don't listen, but you'll listen to this. Uh, can you send him the part where you deal. shut up when the xylophone comes on? I can't. Oh. <laughs> I'm pregnant. All right. So first up. Big names in this, by the way. Big names. Uh, Sam Neal with no, two L's. That's not a big name. That's like a syllable per name. Sam. Wait. No, it's Sam Neal. Neil. Somebody's going to get that joke. He plays John Trent. He was in Omen 3. Yeah. As Damien. Uh, Event Horizon. Uh, Peaky Blinders. Jurassic Park. Oh, shit. So this is our two-time welcome back to the club. That's true. He's yeah, a yeah. second time spooky boy. Uh, and uh, also he was in Snow White, A Tale of Terror. Yeah, you keep telling me about that one. That's the one with fucking uh, old girl. Sigourney Weaver. It's real good. I'm more like Sigourney We've got Weaver. Julie Carmen as Linda Stiles. She was in Fright Night Part 2. That's right. Is she weird? Is she weird looking? She's not as sexy as Sam Neill makes her out to be in the movie. No, no. You had it at she's not as sexy as Sam Neill because <laughs> Sam Neill's kind of a fucking dreamboat, dude. We've got uh, Jurgen Prochow as Bergen, Bergen, Bergen. Uh, Sutter Kane. Now, he was in The Seventh Sign. That movie fucked me up. Real hardcore. I do yeah, not like care for that. games? Uh, he was also in Beverly Hills Cop 2. He was the big bad guy. Yo! Do you see what Netflix is doing? Yeah. Yeah. Axel Beverly Foley. Hills Cop 4. And believe it or not, somehow they got Judge Reinhold back. They got both of them back. Judge Reinhold and the old guy. What's he calling? He's like, Axel! Oh, no. Serge? Uh, I, I think Serge is going to be back. No, I'm talking about their other... Judge Reinhold's original partner. Uh, oh, the old honky dude? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, he's back. Uh, so Maybe he'll do the okie dokie shuffle. Uh, judge Dredd, he's the uh, he's the judge that uh, lets What's-His-Nuts back out. Metal uh, face? Uh, he's also in House of the Dead. We've got David Warner as Dr. Wren. He was in The Omen. Oh, <laughs> my God. David Warner is my fucking homie. And uh, you're going to say all this shit, but you're going to forget the most important thing. Tron, The Man with Two Brains, Waxwork, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. He was the lobe in Freakazoid. Ah, <laughs> Freakazoid, what did you get me for Christmas? What do you think I'm some kind of fibby boy? He's saying I'm some kind of Mike Cosgrove. My God. Voiced by? Oh, uh, uh, Ernest Borgnine. That's right. Yeah, in his eyebrows. Uh, we got John Glover as Saperstein. He was in Scrooged. Who the fuck was he in Scrooged? Uh, he oh, was, we got another two-timer. He was the dude that uh, was trying to worm in on uh, uh, fucking Bill Murray's part. He's like, he's sister a flatulent butthole? I, he said never felt like a man like this before, but something about you. He's like the little guy who comes in and has the lunch with them. And he's like the, the president's son's Oh, when friend. the dude catches on fire and the shit in the background? Yes. Yeah, man, we, like, should, he, we should do Scrooge. That movie was dope. He's also in Gremlins 2, and he's in Batman and Robin. David Warner was in Gremlins 2. Uh, we got Bernie Casey as Robinson. He was in Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. The Black Swedish. Oh, my God. Hold up. Keep talking. I'm going to research that right now. What is that movie called? Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. So, obviously, this is the spiritual sequel so to Blackenstein. He was the uh, he was the uh, principal in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, we Sandy can... Miss Football Rules. Also, he was uh, the head of Lambda 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 in Revenge of the Nerds. 
dude, you're fucking my brain. All right. So Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. All right. H Y D E. Yes, that's right. Uh, oh, whore blaxploitation. Mm -hmm. God damn, please. I continue. It's on Tubi. It is. Oh, girl. Hey, hey, hey. It's fun. Uh, Peter Jason as Mr. Paul. He was in Prince of Darkness. They live arachnophobia, village of the damned and ghost of Mars. Oh, I, all John Carpenter flicks. Man, I'm not going to lie. I fucking love the Ghost, Ghost of Mars. Mars. It's so did. stupid. Frances Bay as Mrs. Pickman. She was in Big Top Peewee, Arachnophobia. Best known as Grandma, though, from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Wait, she's in Big Top Peewee. I'll mm -hmm. be dipped. Uh, and then we've got Hayden Christensen. That's as, right! As the paper boy. I told Sarah that we were watching that. Oh, my God. His first movie. Yeah, I'll buy that. And then last, but certainly not least, is Charlton Heston as Jackson Harglow. He's from Planet of the Apes. Soylent Green, The Omega Men, and Wayne's World 2. Can we, can we stop with the ehees? Yes. The ahas? They're really done. Um, so, released February 1995. I was just a young boy. Uh, we've got... This is not a great year for horror movies. Yo. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, <laughs> Species, first it's one's sexy. Seven, Hell Yeah, Tales from the Hood, Dope, Oh, I Got the Shit, Demon Knight, Get That Pussy Off the Table, <laughs> Cheap Pussy Off the Table, Ice Cream My Man, My Nipples Are Smoking, <laughs> Leprechaun 3, and then The Best of the Year, Dracula, Dead and Loving It, directed by Mick Garris, Wes Craven. Really? Absolutely. Good for him. All that, right. That's not true, is it? But me a crispy buck. Uh, I'll bet you a shot. All right. What? 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 Say it a little louder for the people in the back. Directed by Mel Brooks. Shut the fuck up. Screenplay by Mel Brooks. Oh, I thought you said... A vampire in Brooklyn. No, I said Dracula dead and loving it. Now go give me shots. All right. Idiot. Only if you can tell me the connection of that in Ghostbusters 2. Fuck off. I see you scrolling your little mask. No, well, Harvey Corman's in it. Now nope. go give me a fucking shot. Nope. I'll tell you shit. Go give me the fucking shot. You lost. And also you said the fucking Wes Craven was involved with this. We all know it's Mel Brooks. I, I, thought, I thought it was uh, nachos. You thought, you thought, you thought, you thought you're going to fucking go give me a goddamn shot. Go get the shot. Go get the shot. Tell me like Tracy Morgan. Hey, man, go get the shot so I can get him pregnant. <laughs> okay, so the guy that did. Suck a doo-doo pie. That's so stupid. Oh, I love it. Go so, get me the shot. So the dude that did Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde, mm -hmm. to nobody's surprise. David Warner. Also did Black and uh, Blackula and Blackenstein. Wait, is it Blackula or uh, Scream Blackula? Scream? Yeah. All of them. Calm down. I'll be right black. Remember when Remember when Gus was Blackula? Dude. They're like, you're Count Chocula. He's like, that's racist. Nah, little, I, I don't know how that works, but okay. All right, hurry up. Uh, how to watch while Nachos is doing that. Currently streaming on Tubi and YouTube for free. Uh, this one kind of surprises me that they're both out there. Tubi also always has great stuff. It's also on YouTube for free. That that one kind of surprises me. Of course, there's ads. Tubi's fantastic. You've never checked it out. They have so many good 
movies in general and and shows. Uh, and they have commercials. Um, there's no avoiding it, but uh, they're very they're very minimal. Like a, you watch like a ninety minute movie, you're probably gonna see two minutes worth of commercials through the entire thing spread out three times. So you know, barely, barely six minutes worth of commercials in a ninety minute movie. So definitely check it out. Tubi's fantastic. It's also on YouTube. Uh, then you can get on VHS, DVD, Laserdisc. Uh, no laser disc, but uh, awesome Scream Factory Blu-ray, which is very fun. What are these? Oh, uh, it is okay. So we have like these fake ass nerds rope. Mm, uh, it is a combination of watermelon and blueberry. You know okay. who hit me to that flavor combo? Who? Bodacious fucking bee. Well, these are good. Like these. Oh yeah, buddy. And like I brought them. you a shot glass because you know I never drink by myself. Oh yeah. Well, oh, you owe me a shot. Let's get that shot going, baby. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Gonna take a shot. Take a shot. Nachos is always here. wrong. Friend. He didn't know that Mel Brooks doesn't fucking direct Mel Brooks movies. No, he was Dracula Dead Loving it. Yeah, you know, yeah, and Gene Wilder directed fucking Young Frankenstein. No way, really? No, you big idiot. Oh, I'm gonna super glue your dick hole shut and make you fuck me in the ass. It's a Mel Brooks film! Oh, I, hold up. It's not got, George Lucas. He's just sit back and relax till the next episode. Chill. I got my dad super, next episode. I got my dad super bummed out because it was an internet hoax and I didn't know it. <clears throat> so I get on the internet. What? And um, apparently Iggy Pop died, but he mm. didn't. Oh, he didn't. So I, I I told my dad that. My dad, Captain Rob, huge Igward Pop fan. You know, the guy from uh, Crow to City of Angels. <laughs> and, uh, man, he got his dick in a knot. He was all sad. Like, he pulled out my hidden bottle of booze and poured himself a shot. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, hold up. I had to jump in real quick. Did what? he want to be your dog? Man, dude. I'm eating on dog food. That's all fucking rules. Dude, I'm with you. So, I remember texting you one day. On the way to work, my old job, and I want to be your dog came on on the playlist. It's and a banger. You it, you it, you answered. I didn't go to work. I called in sick, mm. and then we just got fucked up because I'm like, I was so I was just fucking Iggy Pop. I was just I was just I was just hyped. I was in a mood. Iggy Pop wouldn't want you to go to work. He want me to get fucked up with your boy and probably make some scarecrows. I told that story recently at uh, at uh, a game night with my lawyer. I was like, "Yeah, we fucking got fucked up, made scarecrows." Uh, your wife loved that. Yeah, she was a big fan of me retelling it too. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right, so sorry. I know you're getting ready to birth through the notes. I just recently, 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 recently. Yeah, I'd love another shot. What? Fuck it. Yeah, fuck we gotta talk it. about this movie. You pour it. You got. Oh, it's one. It's wrong. it's a uh, twelve thirty four. One, two, oh. three, four. One, two, three, four. We gotta take shots. It's one, two, three, four. Uh, yep. I'm not a soup I'm not superspicious. Mm-hmm. But yep. uh, I'm not Jewish. So I just recently watched Shalom. Lachaim. <laughs> Lachaim, bitch. I the Jew. I just recently watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, that is I, a good movie. I so Atomic Scarecrow and I, he like a hundred years ago, he showed me the clip where it's Cliff, whatever the fuck. Cliff. Boot. That's boot. And so it's the whole scene where, like, um, 
with Bruce Lee? Yeah, and I, I got sideways on that because it's Bruce Lee. And I know the dude had an ego, a big ego for being a little dude. But you know what? That dude could back it the fuck up. I mean, there, there. Here's the thing about that, and I understand that. Uh, this, this, I love Quentin Tarantino. He's because he is an old school director in a new school. This is a man that grew up in old school Hollywood. In a video style like Randy, I mean, he bought his own theater to host his own movies. Like he, he does great things for physical media. He's fantastic. Oh, speaking of physical media, I counted seven foot shots in that movie alone. I understand. He's got a foot fetish. Look at you, Aaron. But, and I respect his opinion on a lot of things. The one thing that I don't see eye to eye on is he's like, no, there's a lot of stories about Bruce Lee being an egomaniac. And it's like, okay, this this is true. There are stories that is that is not a thing. He didn't make it up. However... There are more where like they say like yeah that's not true it's just people being salty kind of thing, and I tend to believe that only because <clears throat> he'll come back from the dead and kick your rib cage out of your back. No, it's just he's been. I mean, he spent his entire life in front of the camera, so like even when he was doing the Cato stuff for the Green Hornet, and like the camera would be running. Yeah, Seth Rogen was really good in that. He, the camera would be running because they had to capture Bruce Lee at his pace and slow it down. So like they had a bunch of stuff where he was like not acting and just keeping him in focus sort of stuff for like B roll. He, and, and not even just that, but like in any of his stuff, like he's just not that guy. So I, it, it seems like that the stories while come from people, but minimal as opposed to the stories where you hear like, he's a great person. It's like, you have a hundred people who say nachos is great. Then you got five people who say he isn't. I'm going to go ahead and go with the fucking hundred people who said that he's probably great. And that's, that's where I disagree with Tarantino. However, that's that whole movie is fantastic. And I would totally believe that somebody was being shitty on set or just whatever. And Bruce Lee would probably put him in this place, whether he would win or lose. I'm just saying he would be like, yeah, we'd fucking go at it. And I totally agree with the part where he's like, if I fucking kill you, my hands are registered to receive the weapons. I would get tried for murder. He's like, no, it's anybody would. It's and called Nick, fucking manslaughter. And then Nick Cage shows up. He's like, yeah, me too. Yeah, because I love that part. Because like, yeah, anybody fucking would. It's called manslaughter. He's fucking 100% right. So I got to talk about one more scene. Oh, sorry. I got to cheers my fucking buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, two days before Christmas, and I couldn't spend... Uh, a better time with a hollier, jollier motherfucker right here, right now. Thanks, pal. Feel and if uh, he doesn't show me his Yule log, I'm going to stuff his fucking stockings. <laughs> All right. But uh, that scene where... Uh, uh, not Val Kilmer. Um, oh, my God. Brad Pitt. Where he gets the acid cigarette that he got from the Manson kids or whatever. Oh my god, that shit's so funny. I dude. am so happy they didn't do the route of the stupid I'm on acid visuals and shit. And he takes that can of dog food and spikes it at that dumb goth bitch from fucking Scream Five. I love it. He's like, wait, he's like, I know you, right? I know, I know you. you. And then fucking Dallas or whatever's like, I'm I've come here to do the de- I'm the devil and I've come here to do the devil's shit or whatever. No, he goes, I'm the devil and here to do the devil's work. Then later on he when he gives his 
Oh, statement to the police. It's like he was acting like a faggot or something. I don't know. He's like, I'm here. I'm the devil, and I do devil shit. Which, uh, when Bill Mosley did that, that was dope in Devil's Rejects. But anyway, dude, when he spikes that dog food can in her face and just crushes her uh, hiccups. But anyway, uh, what are you re-upping my OnlyFans right now? What's up? No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. And then so that chick lays dormant. And then when she comes out flailing into the pool and Leo's there bone crushing a fucking picture of Marg's. She's flailing like a Muppet, and then he goes into the shack and gets that fucking flamethrower and toasts her. I oh laugh God. so goddamn hard. And you see him using it earlier. Yeah, in some movie. And he's like, and like, and it's like a weird like interview. He's like, it's that's, kinda, a damn, that's a damn real flamethrower. That was hot. That was shit was hot. I can feel the burn on me. Uh, right? And you know what? That felt like a grindhouse trailer kind of shit. So that... Part of that was true because of the Dirty Dozen, which he they in like in put him into like superimposed him into. But like, what the fuck is superimposed? So the part where he's like, where he's using it, and he's like, "Fuck, that's hot." That's that's B roll, and that's really Leo going. Quentin, this is fucking hot, too hot. And Quentin's like, "That's so good." No, no Booby, it's too hot to handle. It's too cold to hold. He's like, "No, we're 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 using that. That was like that was like legit B roll. Like we just captured Leo being like, this is a fucking real flamethrower. It's too fucking hot. I don't want this.'" And and Quentin was like, "Nope, gonna happen." If I had to double feature that movie, I would do it uh, with, oh, um, the dude that did Predator did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But they did the other one. So we're not talking about that one, which that movie's dope. It's the the one with Ryan Gosling and um, Zeus from the last Thor movie, Russell (laughs) Crowe. And they play like the detectives in the 70s or whatever. You ever see that one? Mm -hmm. That was dope. I would double feet. It's like the new guys or the next guys or the good guys or something. You're the good guys. Mr. Grinch. God damn, I got a piss. I'm going to take a shot and take a piss. All right, go take a shot and take a piss. Pour me up one, too. I'll keep talking. I'm ready when you are, roll. Ready when you are, Really, you roll. Wanna, we're about to start the movie, so yeah, if you want, if you, this, is the, this is the time for the break. Ah, people know the jargon. Yeah, so pour that shot up first. Yeah. I will take it. Give me that shot. I love it. It is going to be tasty. What's up? Yeah, it's mine. Wait, what do you, what do you, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's me. Oh, they, uh, oh, okay. They superimposed it. No, that's me. I'll tell you the story about that. Hang tight, boys. Sorry, Nachos is pointing Here, to my... Pause on it. I'll come back. We'll talk all about this. No, Nachos is pointing to my uh, ID. Mm-hmm. You look like... Uh... So I asked them, does it expire right before, right before return 40? I asked them if I could take it like this with a thumbs up and a big smile. And they said yes, but they put my thumbs out of it. I said, hey... If I get pulled over for anything or carded, I will just fucking put my thumbs up and smile like this. And so they said, okay. And then they cut my thumbs out of it, but um, I'm still smiling. And that's how that works. 
yeah, so that's uh, that's what I did, man. I was just like, hey, I'll fucking uh, thumbs up like this. And they're like, yeah, put your thumbs down. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. But I was like, when I get pulled over, I'll just do this. And they're like, okay. And they just snapped my photo. And I was like, did they, like, fuck with the. I no, I, I did this, like, tilt back. I was going to say, dude, you look like a 78-year-old Mexican dude. You look like George Lopez in the Blue Beetle movie. Did you see that movie? I did. That was. What'd you think? I liked it, man. I mean, I'm 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 pro Jaime. I love Ted Cord. Ted Cord's my do or die OG. I know you are a. I am a big Ted Cord guy. Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, love it. But the blue and gold, baby. Yes, but Jaime was really done. It was done well. It was um, the same guy who plays Miguel in Cobra Kai. I mean, and- real talk. Let's call it what it was. It was. Mexican Shazam. I just, here's what I want. I would love for James Gunn to keep. <gasps> That's what I was that. going to bring it up. No, he's cleaning house, which I think there's like two exceptions, two things that get a stay. It's um, Batman with uh, Robert Patrickson or whatever. That's fine. I don't think that's staying either. Somebody, no, no, that is because somebody, somebody made a big deal about it. They're like, "Well, I guess if uh, you're the guy's brother, your oh, job is stable." No, that oh, was, was Shazam. Was, uh, yeah, it was Zach. Zach. What's his fuck? Not Quinto. Schneider. Not Braff. Zach Braff. Um, hey, listeners, if you know what the fuck we're talking about, thanks for hanging on this long. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Uh, Shazam. Which was, the first one was hilarious. Oh, it was Zach what Baggins. Is, what is that guy's name? Uh, Levi. Zach, Zachary Levi. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, uh, yeah, fucking, if you're the guy's brother. Which, I don't think. Very that... nepotistic. No, he said it in a joking matter, but yeah, it's but, the fucking internet. But he, but he was cut, and it, they shouldn't cut him. He's he's. You can revamp him, but like he should be. He can continue to be Shazam. He was, he was really good. Um. So so my whole thing is I'm watching the, the fucking Blue Beetle movie, and it was fun. It was fun, but they they really played into certain shit. Like, uh, and I'm watching it with uh, a girl. I I you mean I stereotypes. Date. It's like. Mm, I said, it's like Can of Beans, the movie. Fuck. And I should have said, somebody's going to fart. And I'm so glad. Am I that, wrong? Am I wrong? No, this is that. And uh, absolutely. I was like, I feel like there should have been a Chihuahua character. And his name's like, bam, 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 kind of shit. His name's Cheech Marin. Yeah. And then it's like, Grandma. Actually, that part was dope, and I called. I was like, Grandma's going to come back and save the day because she's, like, used to be a revolutionary, and she lets her hair down and just... Hey, also, if they did the Justice League in the 90s, who would have played Wonder Woman? Because I had that answer right now. In the 90s? Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. This is what people fucking tune in for, her bullshit. Uh, uh, you know what? That's uh, no, that's you're typing on shit. But um, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking up seven up stuff. Seven so, up, yeah. Um, damn. 
uh, in the 90s. So, Lin- honestly, Linda Hamilton would have kept it in the 90s. Okay, take your headphones off. I'm going to slap you so everybody can hear it on air. Fucking idiot. Oh. It's Xena, Warrior Princess. Lucy Lawless. I meant Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Keep it up. My God. My bad. Now, what Batman do we follow suit with? Mm, taking a pee-pee? Oh, you're going to make some squirt? I mean, I got to. But we should really get to the movie soon. How long are we in the episode? An hour and a half. This has at least to be a four-hour episode. It's on a track to be that way. Let's well, take a break, smoke a cigarette. I'm going to pee. Let's come okay, back. Okay, let's. All right, Nacho sucks. We'll be right back. One of us is really going to enjoy murder. Nope. All right, horse round some maniacs. No, you're drunk. So this movie starts out with Sam Neill, Dr. Grant. He is being uh, introduced, sexecuted, politely. Bum, 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 bum. Into the insane asylum, Arden and County. He kissed a couple guys in the balls. It was a lucky shot. That's all. Uh, so Sam Neil is uh, being. Uh, uh, to be fair, we got to everybody's sli- favorite part of the episode when we are shit hammered and finally talk about the movie. Slightly being tortured on his way to the insane asylum, and that's when he requests a single black crayon. And a psychiatrist. Who's he talking to? David Warren. Uh, he is talking to the guy from uh, The Final Frontier. Oh, was he a Cleon? Mm-hmm. Were there Cleons on the starboard bow? David Warner, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll always know him as the Loeb. Well, he's uh, not Baxter Stockman from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Holy shit. Man with two brains. Tron. That Bill Murray movie? Uh, so anyway. Hold um, on. Did you see that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, Mutant Mayhem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That movie was fucking awesome. It was good. It was good. Re- uh, recently, uh, sidetrack, because we're getting on this. Uh, yesterday, we were going through just trying to find stuff to just watch. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the official YouTube channel. Oh yeah, they just so here's what here's what they, they officially drop that because uh, of the whole because well, Paramount Nickelodeon thing. Um, well, actually, that's fine because Viacom no Media owns MTV, VH1, and Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. so it's fine. So they have separated at this point. So because they are no longer governed by Paramount. Are running, uh, just you just basically tune into the Nickelodeon. I'm sorry, not the Nickelodeon, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles official YouTube channel, and they just run the old cartoons, the 19 like back uh, to back. It's just it's just marathons when the when the uh, when the season ends, they restart it again. So it was so funny because like we put it on, it was like oh, there's commercials. Like it was just random, and my wife my wife was like, what you. is this? And I was like. It's the neutrinos, and they just fucking just like I knew right where it was. Like they just came out. It's fucking neutrinos. It's, it's classic episode. All right, you know the flying cars and shit. And I was like, yes, that's exactly where we are. It's so good. So like that, 
that is one of the positives of this, and it's, yeah, because nobody's governing that right now. All right, so it's kind of a, all right, so we have the 1989 to, I think, 97. 88. 88 to 97, I 97, think. you're correct. All right, so that's the original run, then a couple, well, we're not talking about the live, actually, let's talk about the live action shit where they teamed up with the Power Rangers and all that fucking Oh, they were like Venus, Venus de Milo and shit, or? It wasn't Venus de Milo. It was, but that was the no, name. It was. So Ninja Turtles, <laughs> the next generation. No, it was. Uh, sorry, the next mutation or whatever was uh, that had Venus de Milo. And that's the one they teamed up with the Power Rangers. All right. So here. But me. not the Power Rangers that we know and love. It was like, it, it, was, it was Power like Rangers. It was like generation. A, there was, yeah, it was like, so, like Neo Force or whatever, like removed kind of shit. That's redundant. But I mean, uh, it means new force. But yes. So at that point, um, do you remember the episode where Raphael was on like a, a boat and he teamed up with this uh, fucking what, salamander chick, and I think her name was Venus de Milo. And if any of our fans know about this level was of a cartoon nerd, one, yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Well, I mean, eight seasons. My favorite and one, a movie. my favorite set of episodes, the four four, was the one. So there's two. There's the one where um, April's roommate, Norma. Fell in love with Nirma's the hot. RoboCop. Yeah, that uh, they ingested uh, like, <laughs> like, uh, 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 fucking uh, jazzercise tapes, um, which was really funny because like the Foot Clan had a bunch of clones of him. But the better one was when uh, they were looking for these stones. Shredder had these three diamonds that he would embed in his mask. In his, in his helmet, and he would use them to shrink things, which is what they used on the uh, arcade game. Genesis game. Which, well, the, the whole, all, all the arcade games, it was, like, their first uh, plot line. And, like, it was in the show, and, like, he shrunk the turtles, and, like, they couldn't get back to normal size, and it was, like, the greatest thing. It was so good. But, like, he used the crystals too much, and it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, speaking of turtles, I just saw this today, and this kind of bummed me out. So, oh, fuck, was it Hirosaki or whatever? You know, who was Splinter? The voice actor? No, or? like the dude, his character's name before he got... Oh, 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 okay. Well, there's obviously Shredder. Yeah, who was like then, Muasaki or something? No. Kaijamuki? Let's call Steve. You're being... No, I didn't say his name was Ching Cheng Chelv. Oh, I'm fucking Irish, but dinos, potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Anyway, so the shit was uh, pre, I mean, human splinter. And they straight say, like, the turtles got dripped, uh, dropped in the goop. And it's like, oh, the DNA of uh, blah, blah, blah makes whatever last animal you touched, that's what you turn into. So the turtles, you know, splinter, human, so that's why the turtles were humanoid. But then this asshole touched the turtles. So shouldn't he have turned into a fucking turtle? It's like, no, he's a rat. I'm like, boy, shit. <laughs> no, keep going. Hey, what's your least favorite Christmas song? Uh... 
Mm. And don't say I'm Mariah Carey. That's too easy. Actually, I like both Mariah Carey songs that she does. Just two? Yeah, she does. Too many. <laughs> uh, she's got a few. Uh, least favorite one? Um, I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. The time is right. My mom got raped. Oh, you don't like the Paul McCartney one? No, that's Yoko. No, it's not. Mm, you sure about that? You sure about that? Simply having a wonderful I'm actually very sure about that. Anyway, uh, so Mato Yoshi. Mato Yoshi, that's Splinter. That's Splinter, yeah. And then Hanzo. (laughs) Hanzo. Hanzo is, that's Scorpion. No, that's my dude. That's my dude that tap dances on your face. Mato Yoshi. That's Splinter. Who's the other boy? Orokusaki. Fuck. I knew that. So, what was the last thing he touched? A fucking... Shredder. So, you, oh, sorry, back to your Christmas song that you hate. Yeah. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. But, 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 but. That's, not, that's, that's not John Lennon. That, that, that's Paul McCartney. I don't give a fuck either way. I know you said Yoko and stuff like that, so it's just... All right, but the best thing ever is... The boys from Venture Brothers, Doc Hammer and Jack Public, or uh, 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 Jackson Public, every year they do, I mean, Venture Brothers has been running for almost 20 years. No, has been. Has been running for 23 years. Every year they do a Christmas song. So they did it as the Monarch Doctor Girlfriend, the two henchmen. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's right, boys. <clears throat> All right, so what, what are, are we, we going to finish this episode tonight, or are we going to actually like pause it and do part two? Uh, no, nah, dude, let's rifle through it. Let's do it. We should. Do you Do you want a shot? Uh, where are you at on your beer? Do you kids want to see a dead body? <laughs> let's do it, baby. I want to have the shots. Go fucking pour me the shots. Uh, all right. D- keep d- being wrong while I keep talking. Well, that's the problem. Actually, we already started the movie. That's how bad we're doing. <laughs> we're talking about Sam Neill starting things. Ooh. It's a Sam man's party. Bam, bam, bam. All right. For those of you that are listening, take where we started, pause it, and come back to this. And pour yourself a shot. Doesn't matter if you're at work, operating heavy machinery, you're pr- pregnant, you're operating... Let's just say private investigator John Trent, played by Sam Neill, oh, yeah. investigates a insurance claim that's made by the Arcane Publisher Director, Jackson Harglow, played by Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Of the alleged disappearance of their popular horror novelist Sutter Kane. Uh since can I ask you a question? This, yeah. Do you read Sutter Kane? Never. I'm more of a book on tape guy. Right? Yeah. I'm a video guy. So this man vanished days before his latest book was released. Harglow requests that Trent recover the unfinished final story of Kane's popular series and assigns editor Linda Stiles to accompany him. So I'm going to jump in real quick. The movie starts with Sam Neill busting uh, this bubblegum donkey. It's like... 
Oh, well, you claim that you lost all your shit in a fire. Maybe you shouldn't have your wife as your accomplice. Especially if you fuck around on your wife. You big ass cheater. Cheater. I love later because, like, the guy's like, hey, I'm fucking. Is it hot in here? Is it hot in here? I'm black, you hide. And uh, you should work for me. And he's like, yeah, I just want to be my own man. He's like, no, uh, you should work for me. It's way safer. And it's like, okay. Then insert axe-wielding maniac who breaks the fucking window at the diner. He's like, do you read Sutter Kane? Okay, did you catch this? His eyes were like in mid, uh, what do we call this? I know this term. It's uh, cellular mitosis. Like as the cells are getting ready to separate, he had double. They're dope looking. I, I didn't know that all, but yeah, they look great. I know what he's saying. fucked up. Hey, your boy Nachos is just it an asshole like, that sometimes call Matt Huey. Because Charlton and, Heston's like, hey, well, you know about his publisher. He's like, about no, it. I don't. Sam Neill's like, I have no idea. I'm Dr. Grant. Yeah, he popped up and tried to ask you a question. And it's like, yeah, you do. He, I believe you were there at the scene of the crime. It's like, no, not the scene of the crime. You mean the scene of the attempted murder? Uh, then yes, I was there. Nobody, that guy got, nobody else was being introduced to the axe. It was just me, and I survived, thank God, from the police in the diner. Uh, that dude got lit up like a Christmas tree if a black guy tries to attack a cop. Anyway. I just love how Charlie Hudson's like, well, you are aware, right? You were there. It's like, yes, I, yes, I, I was there at the attempted murder. Attempted. He sees you. Mm, Bogus. So uh, Sutter Kane has vanished, and so we've got Harglow, who's assigned uh, Linda Styles. Styles. Uh, who's old girl from fucking Fright Night Dose. That is right. Who's accompanying Sam Neill. After reading a few of the novels of research, Trent is experiencing these vivid nightmares and monsters and deformed people who are just invading oh his dreams. Oh, and police brutality. Oh, you want some too, buddy? Yeah, he had to wipe off his white privilege and he's, real quick. he's just people murdering each other with axes. Linda explains that the stories are known to cause disorientation, for memory the, loss, and paranormia. Sorry, paranoia. Some of the uh, less stable readers, as she describes it. I'm in trouble. Trent notices a series of red lines on the book covers that, when aligned properly, form an outline of New Hampshire and mark a location alluded to Hobbs End, which is a fictional village story uh, that's a fictional setting for many of Sutter Kane's works. Basically, uh, it's the um, Rock Island. What's that shit called? Hey, but if any of our listeners know where Stephen King's Castle Point area might be. It's called actually called Castle Rock, Maine. I know, that's a joke. Yeah. Uh, so hit us up at the hotline number. What's that number? 704-666-2814. That number one more time. 704-666-2814. That's right. If you read Sutter Kane. Yep, that's, so it's basically Castle Rock. Uh, as they decide to set out and find the town, Linda experiences bizarre phenomenon during the late night drive. We get a boy riding a uh, bicycle whose visage changes as he somehow visage, three, visage. three times, not once, we not the, twice, three visages. Or she get her like driving over the yellow lines was just you know classic. Well, she's driving. a woman driver. Exactly. So, hey, sexism. J.K. Uh, Lowe's. Suddenly, the line disappears. 
disappears. Disappears. And next thing we know, you got this, you got this, you got this. They end up randomly driving through a tunneled bridge. Right? Bridge is made of kind of shit. Beetlejuice. Same same bridge that, yeah, yeah. The Beetlejuice family fell through. I'm sorry, who? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Mm, Beetlejuice. Nice nice fucking model. (laughs) Can't even. Dude, that's my favorite line in the whole movie. Have nice we, fucking model. Hey, we even shop. I'll eat anything you want me to. I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow. Well, buy on your dog. Can um, right, did, we did Beetlejuice, right? Not yet. No, but we found him at the gas station and held him <laughs> down, and I let him read my Sutter case. Anyway, Bridges is Madison County. They cross it, and Styles is like, "Whoa, wait a minute." Let me put some pimping in it. Uh, this shouldn't exist. How did we get here? Trent's like, well, obviously we found the fucking oh. map that we created. And Actually, she's like, I, I this need- is not a real place. He's like, it seems to be because there's a lot of people here. I need to drop this real quick. So when they're talking to Jackson Harlow, Charleston Heston earlier. Uh, and he said, Sam Neal. Soylent Green is people. He said everything that you want to. No, he said, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? He goes, uh, Sa- Sam Neill says this is some kind of sick publicity stunt. And it's like, yeah, we sent him out there. Not yet, not yet. We're not there yet. I didn't say shit. I didn't say a fucking thing. Not there yet, but you're close, you're close. Uh, so uh, Trent and Linda search the small town and begin <gasps> encountering. Can we call them by their power couple name? Trilinda. They uh, begin encountering fictional people in landmarks described in Kane's novels. They are checked into the hotel by Mrs. Pickman. Billy uh, Madison's grandma. Later revealed to have been torturing and eventually killing her husband, who is tied, basically chained to her. And she's like, some sort Jeff, of my dick can only get so hard. Worm nonsense. Uh, and then, the, of course, the black church. Uh, well, wrong window, dipshit. Uh, so and this is fun. This is so we. I, I don't have this in the trivia, but this is a true thing. So the black we, church actually, when you uh, when we would travel for work, we went to Hobbs End. So the black church is a Racist. so no, not kidding, no jokes. The black church is a real place. It's called the Church of Transmogrification. <gasps> I love that word. It is in Toronto or outside of Toronto. Is in a town where there are a bunch of uh, uh, sissy like liberal co- wait. condominiums that line both sides of it, uh, and they're like they're called Church Town, and it is still there. This is one of the few churches that actually was um, at the time blessed by my boy, a bishop of the Catholic Church. Um, and then I'm getting I'm I'm might be getting my stuff my stars crossed here but anyway oh, are we it's, gonna piss off christian people no oh, no 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 not like that uh but it's so it's a real it was a real church it's okay it's no, a real place it looks exactly now like it does in the movie it's still there it looks exactly the same way all the murals of like gabriel like fighting the alien are uh, the aliens fighting the fallen angels stuff like that same that, thing that that is all there. That is all still there. That whole thing. That was a legit place. It's still a legit place. It all looks the exact same thing. Uh, it has been abandoned. It is now an empty church, but it is still there. I think again, like I said, it's like outside of Toronto or something like that. It's somewhere in Canada. Uh, but uh, it looks exactly the way it does in the fucking movie. It you if you have a chance, if you have a chance. 
definitely check it out. Go see it. Yeah. <gasps> so the Church of Transfiguration. Transmogrification. That is where Shane Riley comes from. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the this most recent patron clearly comes from a place like that. He knows what he did. From the left hands of hell. I'm left-handed. Oh, we're well aware. The Dark Lord loves a lefty. Lord love a lefty. Lord I love a lefty. All right, so uh, we get back to the movie. Uh, so we've got... Uh, Not if I can help it. You want a shot? All the shots. Uh, Pour on while I talk, buddy. Pour on right. while I talk. Go get them. When you hear the chime, all of our listeners who are operating vehicles, are pregnant women, or just act like Matt Huey, well... Get your little shot glasses ready. All right. So uh, Trent and Linda uh, search a small town and they begin encountering fictional characters and landmarks described in Kane's novels. They're checked in the hotel by Mrs. Pickman, later revealed to have obviously been torturing her and eventually killing her husband. Uh, we've got uh, the black church, as we just described it. It's in worth Kane's it. Books. Her pussy has that gorilla grip. As the font of evil that is polluting the entire town. Trent and Linda uh, watch as a group of townspeople arrive wielding shotguns and torches, demanding Kane return their missing children. Kane, return my son! No, that's not what he says. He says, I will sit on an altar of blood. How's it go? Oh, you're talking, you're talking Vigo. Yeah. Whatever Matt Huey's grandpa said. On a throne of pain, I've been bouncing on a throne of blood. I've been bouncing up and down. You got the shot glasses in here, right? Yeah, it's called your mouth, the bitch. Port. Where's the shot glasses? It's, your mouth. Shot glasses. it's your mouth. Go back to the shot glasses. Uh, so Trent and Linda watch as a group of townspeople arrive, wielding shotguns, torches, demanding cameras from their children. Johnny, the son of one of the men of the group, suddenly appears in the doorway saying, Are you my mommy? No, that little girl? Supplanted, but suddenly Kane appears in his place. Townspeople are upset as these... And this... this, Hey, Jeff. Hold on. Jeff. Yes. Jeff, do you read Sutter Kane? This is... Are you talking about that little ghoulish chick with the big head? No, this is one of the weakest parts of the movie, in my opinion, is because... You have all this evil described, right? You show up to this black church... Um, white people can go there too. Uh, Jesus doesn't. Um, what 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 comes around the corner to fight off the drunken parents? These hicks is Doberman pinchers. It's it's just cerebuses of of it's yeah, but it's it's not cerebus. It's it's just these it's just dogs, and they don't don't get me wrong, tear you apart. Fuck yeah, they will really fuck you up. But it's it's just. They don't film it well to be terrorizing. The terror. It's very lacking in this. The scene. terror of. It's always it's it's one of my biggest oh. bugaboos about it. It's just they're not. It's just not happening. And I just I just was never, never okay with it. All right, so uh, the townspeople of- are upset. The dogs. Attack them and drive them off. Believing that the events are staged, Trent prepares to go back to Arcane. Hey, Cincinnati. Yep. Who let those dogs out? Who? 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 Who let those dogs out? But he is prevented by when Linda steals and swallows the car keys. Yeah, she does. That bitch is sideways. Do you know what they're made out of when she does that? 
Car keys? Pasta. Oh. They made it out of dry pasta. Take two. She heads back to the black church to confront Cain and is exposed to his final no, novel. No, it's Baptist. It's not black. Don't be like that. The final novel, In the Mouth of Madness, which drives her insane. Trent is approached at the bar by Johnny's father, warning him uh, to leave before the evil infects him, as well inhabits the rest of Hobson. He's like, no. Yeah. Why it, should I leave? You're great actors. He's like, ah, uh, no. I am being written this way, and then he kills himself. All right, we need to tackle this. This is a line that Trent says the entire movie. This isn't. This isn't real. This is not reality. This is not reality. This is not reality. Sorry about the balls. It was a lucky. It was a lucky shot. That's all. You know, it's like every time I'm hanging out with the atomic scarecrow, I have to tell him. This is not reality. So that's so literally he returns back to the bar, watches the man commit suicide and says he is merely a character written to do it. Wait, are you trying and he to goes, tell no, me? No, it's not reality. And he goes, it's, I'm he ripped me this way. He wrote me this way. OK, so you're trying to tell me a man went into a bar and ordered, I'm telling you that that Vigo, a man, a Vigo went into a bar and ordered a shot. Pour him up, lovey. I'm talking. You pour him up. All right. All right. Outside the bar, a mob has mutated monstrous-looking townspeople descend upon them with shotguns and torches. I'm sorry, what? Shotguns and torches. Okay, uh. Well, he flees to the hotel and discovers Mix Pikmin and Linda have also been altered into the mutated versions of their One might say transmogrified. Trent then attempts to drive away from Hobson, but is repeatedly teleported back to the center of town. <gasps> Just like Nightmare on Elm Street 4. That's right. Subsequently driving through and avoiding hitting all these people, but he's not. He ends up hitting Linda uh, why is several he times. It's a rental. He awakens in the Catholic confessional where Kane explains the popularity of his Kane stories, Hodder. which will soon free the ancient race of monstrous beings that will reclaim Earth. HP Lovecraft brings Trent his writing and he says, Take it back to the studio. I am an invented character. You are in one of my stories. You will fucking do what I say. And he has no choice but to return to the real world with the In the Mouth of Madness manuscript to Arcane and begin the destruction of humanity. After giving Trent the manuscript, Kane tears open his face like a piece of paper. Uh, hell yeah! Ripping a hole that is leading to the darkness. Trent first peers through the darkness and is being described by what he sees through no, Linda's. Uh, Linda kind of gives up. She's, she's reading it. She's like, Trent looks through and he sees this horrific. And he just basically describes it as he could not, as he's seeing it. He takes this tunnel back to reality. Reality. Back to life. Back to reality. It is reality. This is reality. This is being chased by these just Lovecraftian just monsters. Yep. Suddenly, he finds himself laying on a county road, uh, apparently back in reality, but being chased by Hayden Christensen. As he returns to New York, he repeatedly receives. No, no, you fucked the lineup. Hayden Christensen rolls up. He goes, now that's what I call pod racing. Yeah, man, you took that shot down good. That was pretty wizard. As he returns to New York, he repeatedly receives and destroys the manuscript for In the Mouth of Madness. 
Back at Arcane Publishing, Trent meets with Charlton Heston, oh. who informs him that Linda never existed. He sent him on his own to find Kane. Furthermore, he's delivered the manuscript months ago, and the book has been on sale for weeks, and the movie adaptation is due release next week. Bum, bum, bum. Trent suffers a psychotic break and is arrested as he tries to murder several people with an axe. Uh, Dr. Wren visits him in the Asana David Warren, the lobe. And that's where the movie picks or stops as it picks off. As he's recounting his recent story hey. and he's covering himself and he asks for one black crane. Not so fast, Buster. Hold on, hold on, hold on. As he dismisses and leaves, he says, do you really think this is true? And now, Trent, hold on, Buster. You missed my favorite part. Here we go. All right, we are done finishing the movie, but we got to talk about the kill count. Kids want to see a dead body? Do you kids want to see a dead body? Best kills in the movie. Anybody? Okay, so this movie doesn't necessarily have a body count, but it does cerebrally, cerebrally, your brain, and it's a big love letter to Stephen King. Don't, don't, don't talk the grammatic <laughs> verbiage on that. <clears throat> Time out. <laughs> just just read it as it is or, or whatever you're comfortable with mr kyle Sorry, bring it back bring it back uh, yeah no no we're running live captain <laughs> trips is here captain <laughs> trips is here we're doing it we're doing it all right we're doing so it this- <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter what you want hit it captain trips what do you all see right. <laughs> all right so this movie doesn't necessarily have a body count but it does uh mess with your brain and a big love letter to stephen king and hb lovecraft Minus the racism. John Carpenter understood the assignment and knocks it out of the goddamn park. This movie is fun and fine, and Sam Neill is the fucking champion. Dr. Grant. Dr. Grant. Nachos, how do you feel about it? Get the fuck out of my seat. Get the... Get... Why oh, the... Oh, Kyle, I'm, got it. Go! Go! Third act bonus cameos. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love anyway. bringing Kyle. We went so far to bring Kyle in just for this movie. From Antarctica. In the creepy, dippity depths of Lovecraftian. Listen to Orange Joe. You bet your bippy. Listen to Orange Joe. So I don't necessarily say there's a best death. Listen to Orange Joe. But I've seen your mom's breasts. Listen to Orange Joe. So... Listen to Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. The shit show. Dr. Benny Graves, I understood why you quit listening to the sex tape. Uh. Was that for adult hands? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. All right. Yes, it was. Kyle, go ahead and turn your mic on. At the, all right, Captain Tripps, go ahead and turn your mic on at this point. There it is. Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, up. Oh, up. Moving things. <laughs> You're all right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the socket. Ah, there he is. We uh, we got Kyle. We got Kyle. Captain <laughs> Trips. Captain Trips is back. Captain Trips. Like it or back. not. Oh, I like, like it. it. Like we like it. it. Like it. Smell it. Anyway, talk about where, where are you coming from? Anyway, dude. So I don't know how many people died in this movie. A lot. Oh yeah. But not enough. Honestly, if I had to pinpoint 
my kill of choice, it would be Billy Madison's grandma fucking crushing that old boy with the axe. I don't know if she would died, but she was a part of it, but like Styles she mutated. The- no, no, Styles never died. She just transmogrified she and survived. She disappeared because, no, he said she was no longer part of it. Yeah, it's like every person I'm not dating anymore. Anyway. <laughs> it's not me. I don't do it. Shut the fuck up. Hey, slick and nasty Jeff, because it's only five in the morning now. Hey, uh, I, I love your scar you have about uh, so above I, your left eye. You woman above your right eye. I, I give it I give it to the uh Dr. Grant. But you know Tell me about your kills. Tell me about your thrills. Tell me about your ding dong and your sling schlong, you little fucking shit yeah, the, knuckle. The, the kill count's hard to do because there really wasn't a kill count. It is, but there isn't, but there is. However, uh we gotta move uh, on to the trivia. Listen to Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. First day on the planet. Good job. You did it. Gotta do it. Hold on one second. I got the buttons. I got the buttons. Somebody get me so drunk. I can't find them. All right. Uh, Cincinnati Jeff being a drunk maniac. Uh, take two. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> Mellow greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle. All right, move on to some stuff you should know. In the film, the works of Sutter Kane are occasionally quoted. Most, if not all, these quotes are actually taken directly from several H.P. Lovecraft short stories, with some of the adaptations to fit into the film directly. Most notably, the scene where Styles uh, reached the Trent as he gazes into the abyss. Her speech lifts much of its description, including the such elements as the illimitable gulf of the unknown. Your it so comes warm, from the dude. last few paragraphs of Lovecraft's The Rats in the Walls. Kyle has a spicy Also, there's an earlier scene in the film <laughs> where... <laughs> You know what? Fuck you guys. Uh, the car keys that Julia Carmen, which is Styles, uh, swallows in front of Sam Neill. Yay. Made out of pasta. And this is the third film in John Carpenter's what he calls the Apocalypse Trilogy. Did you challenge me for a good time? Uh, the first being The Thing, the second being Prince of Darkness. All right. Yeah. Final thoughts, final cuts. Well, 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 what do you know? You know what? Uh, I'm not saying let's send Kyle for shots, but let's knock this out real quick. All right. Hey, 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 Captain Uh, Trips. Trips. I'm sorry. Captain Trips. Anonymity kids. And his warmest goddamn butthole. Because he's seen it. What do you think? I don't think he has. No, he has. He has. He said so. What do you think of... This movie and uh, give us your recommendation. What do you like? What you didn't like? And uh, what do you cut? Jonas, so, I'm going to tell you right now. Charlton Heston will never be in a bad movie. Sam Neill is a fucking god. Beep, 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 beep. And that's all that needs to be said. I actually have that. Oh. That Sam Neill's a god. <laughs> I don't have that button, but I sure as fuck have this. Uh, trips. Go ahead. Charlton Heston is a uh... Charles. Oh. I said Sam Neill is a god. 
That so was a button. It said I like wieners on my butt. So you're saying. <laughs> press the button. Listen, dork, dork, press the button. I like wieners. That's mine. Oh, well, I know you do. Have you seen I my wiener? Like <laughs> this is chaos. This is ultimate chaos. Do any of our I patrons? Like wieners on my butt. Do any of our patrons, <laughs> let alone normal listeners? I like wieners on my butt. I am so happy and proud of all of you that have made it this far. I like wieners on my butt. This is what happens when I answer the phone at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> all right, so, Cat and Trish, <laughs> do you have anything to say about this movie? Three uh, inches hard. So, uh, of the six minutes that I watched while sitting here, it's fucking phenomenal, and just that in that scope of time I've uh, decided that after this show's over I'm hitting your living room and I'm gonna watch this while you guys pass out damn right all right nachos how about you um so I'll straight say he think I'm a fart head I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your pinky and your dickhead in a cigar cutter I like wieners on my butt Trim me spots <laughs> I like to, I'm, not, I'm not gonna touch it anymore go ahead go ahead go ahead no so, buttons are being pressed by me. This is the best Stephen King movie Stephen King had nothing to do with. John Carpenter shows up. HP <laughs> Lovecraft's at the fuck out of the park. If you don't like this movie, you have an ingrown penis and your nipples are long and you probably have hairy areolas. And sorry, Trips, I, I didn't mean to finger you. All right, well, uh, you know, with the Apocalypse trilogy, give, give it your one out of three. One, one out of ten. Okay, so I go The Thing in the Mouth of Madness and then The Prince of Darkness. But um, honestly, it's just good to see Kurt Russell in a movie. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, this movie was... I give it... I give this fucking movie... I give it... Three uh, squeaky horns in a car while a motherfucker's trying to sleep. I'm sorry. To be fair, that was Fugazi. Where's the cannon where we shoot you into the Listen moon? Listen to Orange Joe. No, I give this movie seven and a half book to tape Sutter Kane out of uh, shitty Stephen King uh, ABC TV movie. What about you, slick and nasty Jeff? I give eight. This Straight up nine. Do you read Sutter Kane out of ten? Uh, talked about it earlier in the episode. I've talked about it several times since yeah, we've ever problem. started the podcast. Uh, a big fan of this movie. Big fan of my friend Joe introducing this. Mama. This is just one of those crazy movies that it's not. Hey, wrap it up. Not scary, but it is when you sit down to watch it. It's not because it's, you know, hair. It's it's not a, you know, uh, last thirteenth. It's not a Halloween. It's there's something about this movie cerebral? that just really is very upsetting. And when he when when Joe told me when he when he rented this, he's like, "Hey, this is the scary." Drink this. Shut up. Have some. And he was not wrong. It was damn. It's just it's uh, so good. It's trips. You've been here the entire one time. Of the Best John Carpenter flicks of all time. Uh, Trip, you've been here the entire time, and you've kind of been our spiritual Sherpa. Uh, you've been my little Patagonia Mogronias. You've been my little uh, 
pet peeve, Stephen McQueen. You've been my little hot rod. Make. Oh, I'm sorry. Sin. I, I should Sounds wrap it up. rapey. Anyway, I'm Sounds done. Rapey. And I give it uh, nine Sutter Kane books out of ten. Yeah. All right, moving on. Bring well, it on. We just want to fucking finish it up, and we will talk to you next time when we record. Um, I love my bitches. I love my homies. I love my listeners. I love my Patreon people at Real Talk. And we have a goddamn hotline number. You don't have to be intimidated because maybe you've seen a picture of my cock outline in my gray sweatpants. It also works with the suicide hotline. <laughs> okay, maybe let's shift gears real quick. Let me get done flexing about my weenie ding dong. We talked uh, about the suit Yeah, so like, hey, Gucci gang, you got goblins, you got problems. Hit us the fuck up. And if it's not us, what is it, 988? You text that shit. The holidays are a real motherfucker. Uh, I mean, if you don't got somebody to talk to, blow these motherfuckers up. Oh, shit. 988. Like yeah, and just... You know, Cincinnati Jeff. And tell him, hey, here comes Spooky's the best. Yeah, don't tell him we sent you. But if it's you, not, because I'm they'll kill hang myself. up. If, don't, don't tell him we sent you because they'll hang up on you. They'll be like, oh, Nachos Meg Werewolf? Bring the new kids in. Kyle won't. Who's Kyle? He's the man. It's Captain Trips. Wait, I'm sorry. Who's Kyle? Captain Trips. Who the fuck is that? Man out of time. Who the fuck is that? Who likes to fight crime? Who the fuck is that? We ain't no fool. Who the fuck is that? We picked him up near a pool. It's fucking Kyle. Trips. 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 All right. Talk to everybody later. Have we a love going. everybody here. We love our listeners. No, we don't. Even Matt Huey, dude. Thank you. You Bronco Buster for calling us in.